Welcome, guys, to episode 23 of Reach Your Peak podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to speak about why you may not be losing weight. So that can be come from a few different pointers. And a lot of people, when they start out on their, their weight loss journey, um, at the start, always, they get great results. They, the weight starts to move. They're highly motivated. Everything is going really well. And then over a period of weeks and maybe even months, um, they see a stall in weight loss. And that can be very demotivating and it's something that confuses people and they don't understand what is happening. Um, they will always then look to either train harder, uh, cut calories even more and take these drastic measures to, to try to lose weight further. And the problem here is that it's maybe not looking at the deeper issue of why your body has stalled and you may not be losing further weight loss. So we have to look at it from the standpoint that this can happen for a variety of reasons. It could be stress, it could be sleep, it could be um, not your output is less than it was in terms of two weeks ago. You might be doing less steps because your job might have changed or something like that. So your output will be le less. Your workouts might have changed um, and you might be miscalculating your calories. And that's something that happens to people an awful lot. So when we kind of break it down that way, I suppose we, we look at the first thing um i would always ask somebody to is we we look to reevaluate the diet so we looked we look at that what's happening within the diet so a lot of the time you'll find and especially with food labels as well you'll find that um with with, with food labels they're not 100 percent accurate you'll find with food labels that they, i was reading a study lately that they, that they can be up to 30 percent out in terms of what you're reading on the label and that can be a big problem for people especially if they're scanning food labels and inputting it into my fitness pal but just to go to um reevaluating your diet point is what i would get somebody to do is basically write down what they're exactly eating and then what if they have been using my fitness pal i would get them to input um their foods in my fitness pal when they're in in, in with me or if they're not working with a coach get them to get you get you to do that guys so reevaluate your diet and tell me write down every single thing you've ate put into your mouth physically that day then input all that data into my fitness pal to the best of your abilities and see if it's matching the figures that you had set out for yourself on your weight loss journey so remember now when we're trying to lose weight we need to go where we have we've got our base metabolic rate that's the rate of calories you need to take in to get up and function every day then we've got our maintenance calories to support our training and our activity on a daily basis and then we need to create a deficit so the deficit you would have created at the start you need to reevaluate and see uh, am i actually hitting that deficit figure or actually am i underestimating my calories or overestimating my calories either or and you are actually um, not hitting the, the, the deficit that you set out. So reevaluating the diet would be the first place I would start. And that's the way I would look at it. You could be eating too little as well. And that's a big thing. Your metabolism will always adapt to what you're doing. And your body, if you're under eating and, you're, and your output is just that bit too high, you're creating an awful stress in the body and your body will go into this um, emergency zone kind of, if you, if you think of it as um, your body goes into this fight or flight let's start to store let's not allow calories to be burnt let's not allow our fats to be to be pulled from fat stores and used as energy so your body goes into this kind of a storage mode as per se so that's something that could be a problem and as you under eat your metabolism will slow so your rate that your body will use up calories will slow down and that can be a big 
big, big problem for people. And remember, if you're not supporting your training uh, with some resistance training, trying to, to, to lift some form of weights uh, and build some lean tissue. Remember, lean tissue is very metabolic, which means it raises your metabolic rate. If you've been constantly drilling yourself on a cardio equipment or constantly doing sessions where it's just sweat, 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 um, your body is going to start to eat up away at muscle tissue. Your metabolism will slow down. And again, when it goes back to reevaluating your diet as well, you could find that you are under eating here and your body will, will plateau and hold on to every ounce of uh, fat it has and hold on to every calorie that comes into the body. So that is something that's really, really important, guys. When you're looking at your diet, make sure you're eating right and make sure you're eating to match your goals. That's really, really important that that that, that that you have to match what you're doing and food is really really important because it's our first source of source of energy that comes into the body and it's really important um, in terms of our health our the nutrient density of food is really going to help us to perform it's going to help everything in our functions in our body from our hormone levels to our skin our hair our nails how we feel how we sleep so it has a massive player so reevaluating the diet is the first place i would look um to 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 basically see why I'm not continually um losing weight, and when you're reevaluating your diet, the next thing I would say you would look at reevaluating your training. Like I said there, and I touched on, if you're constantly doing cardiovascular work, that's training cardiovascularly, so you're training your heart, heart health, predominantly running, cycling, all that kind of stuff. And constantly doing that, an awful lot of people will go to a lot of classes that are, are very cardio based and there wouldn't be any weight, we say per se, like resistance training, weight based classes. These are cardio classes only where you're using your own body weight and you're not, you don't have as much resistance coming against the body. The problem there is you're, you're not building any lean tissue, so you're not helping your metabolism you're not helping your body to be more metabolic um, so what i would suggest there is when you look at your training make sure you're doing a mix of both some resistance training in put that into your routine and then putting some cardiovascular work will be the healthiest option i would find for people that will support weight loss long term um, because the reason here is that cardio burns more calories during your workout but resistance training helps you maintain muscle. This is really important, guys. When you go into the gym lifting weights, you will not burn as many calories as you will do cardiovascular work. But like I said there, cardio burns more calories during the workout, but resistance training helps you maintain and gain muscle. This is really important. And the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. And so that's why resistance training is so, so important. So make sure for long-term weight loss, improving metabolic rate, improving your, 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 your whole general well-being, a mixture of resistance training and cardiovascular training is the best way to train for your goals if weight loss and body composition is your, um, your goal. And even outside of that goal, 99 to 100% of people should be basing their training around that protocol. Um, because when we look at it, um, without even moving, if we don't even move, a pound of muscle burns about six calories per day while a pound of fat burns about two. So if we look at that as an analogy, a pound of muscle burns about six calories per day and a pound of fat burns two. So you can see which one of them is more metabolic, which one of them is going to support metabolism. And this is really important. The more muscle you have, the more calories you'll burn while you're resting, guys. So as you do your weight training, you're not burning as much calories in the weight training session as, as in cardio, but the long-term effect, the what we call EPOC, um, 
the, it's, it's the post-exercise oxygen consumption um, effect. Your body is burning calories post-resistance training session. So that type of training can be really helpful for weight loss. Um, so I would reevaluate the diet first, and then I would look at reevaluating your training and making sure you're getting that right balance and you are trying to build lean tissue in the gym and you're trying to work on your heart health through your cardiovascular work, and that will knock off a few calories for you. But again, the resistance training will help you maintain or gain muscle mass, and that's going to be really important. So the next thing I would look at, guys, from there is I would look at sleep. I would make sleep a priority 100% because sleep is so important. Um, there are studies that continually link inadequate sleep to obesity. I mean, there's a huge... Um, study there that was recently out i was reading it there two weeks ago from the department of exercise science at the university of south carolina found that rest restricted sleep even in one even in just one fewer hours per night negatively affected weight loss so the study showed that even one fewer hour per night negatively affected weight loss um, and this is really really important because the participants in this lost less fat but but more muscle they lost less fat but more muscle than they were well-rested counterparts um so catching up on sleep is really really important and even if you are a person that just tries to burn the candle at both ends monday or friday and try to catch up at sleep at the weekend it still isn't good enough to reverse um changes within body composition this is really really important um not getting enough sleep, guys, can have this kind of a cascade effect um, because it, it can it can disrupt hormones that control hunger and appetite, which is a huge thing. I mean, if you look at that, your your hunger hormone is your ghrelin uh, appetite, your leptin telling you you're full. And, and what happens here is lack of sleep will disrupt these, which causes you to be fatigued during the day. And it discourages you from exercising as well because you don't feel that good. And this is a vicious cycle that can start in, uh, from from a childhood. If you're not a person that wasn't sleeping well as a child, they will continue right through um, to an adult. And the problem there is as we become an adult, we become busier and busier and busier and busier. And the effects of this sleep, non, not getting enough sleep can be really negative on us because again, it, it, it does affect our hormones. And when we look at that um, from a hormone standpoint and a balance standpoint, we are going to get up every day. We're going to feel frustrated. We're going to feel tired. We're going to feel irritated and we are going to reach for that food that we shouldn't reach for we are not going to go to the gym when we should go to the gym so it has that negative effect in our day and that's a huge place um but it's really really important guys that what you need to do is you need to be pursuing your weight loss goals with a, a, an open mind and look at it in the bigger scale you remember your body goes to bed at night. It's a time for rest and digest. It's a time for your body to totally switch off to rest. Remember, our, our body will, if you've been doing, doing resistance training and, and some cardiovascular training, your body will burn calories at rest. So your body needs that rest. Remember, how do you feel after getting a good night's sleep? You feel great. And, and nobody can tell me they don't feel good after a good night's sleep. You get up, you attack your day, and it's totally different mindset you have then straight away. That's the thing about it. That's the real important factor here that you actually feel so much better. Um, you feel empowered. You're, you're ready to attack the day. You're going to be way more uh, active. You're going to move more subconsciously and you're going to feel 20 times better. Um, and also then what I would say to you there um, when you look at sleep is create a sleep cycle, create a routine at night, create a nice environment to sleep in, nice dark uh, room, uh, maybe a little bit on the cooler side, window might be open and create um, no light coming into the room, have a little routine before you go to bed, an hour out from you go to bed, you're not 
watching anything, you're kind of switching off your within your own headspace, you might be reading a book or something, set your body up in that rest and digest state. And that will really help you going forward. You'll go to bed, you'll get a good night's sleep, you'll get up uh, rejuvenated and you will be ready to attack the day. Your hormones and your body will thank you for it and you will move forward. You will go and hit that gym session. You will make the right food choices that day and you will not be uh, making negative um decisions and negative impacts on your weight loss journey so that's kind of where i would look at it from that standpoint as well guys sleep has a massive player as well um when it comes to weight loss and maybe that could be the factor that stalls weight loss for you the next thing to look at is stress and stress is so prevalent in people's lives um stress is the hormone that controls stress is cortisol cortisol and fat burning or trying to reduce body fat we'll say they kind of play a little uh, love-hate relationship um if your body again going back to the sleep um issue if your body's in a stress state so you get up in the morning cortisol wakes you up um you wake up in the morning you've had a really crappy night's sleep you're stressed you feel bad your stress levels are raised straight away in your body. Your body then has a negative effect. Stress will start to hold water in the body. Stress will start to play with your hormones as well. You will feel that you will you will, you will feel lack of energy. You will feel very um, lethargic in your movement. You will feel uh, your blood pressure will rise. And remember, when stress is prevalent in the body and it is raised in the body your body will always look to shut down stuff it doesn't really need think of fight or flight what do i need in a fight or flight situation i don't need digestion i can shut down loads of 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 um properties in my body and digestion is a huge one that's going to create inflammation in the gut that's going to create water within the cells we pull into the cells person gets frustrated in they jump on the scales in the morning they've had a bad night's sleep they're highly stressed and they see the weight going up and they're wondering what the hell's happening they get even further demotivated creates more stress on top of that again and it makes their their weight loss totally negative to them and they feel okay what am i going to do i'm going to drill myself into the ground today i'm going to train harder i'm going to i'm going to walk further i'm just going to push 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 and what are we doing there we're driving stress more and more and more and more so we're building blocks stress and stress and stress and stress and what we're doing is we're just making this problem bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and it's blunting weight loss for us so stress is a massive player guys and again if we look at our day we look we should have a morning routine we wake up in the morning we have a good night's sleep we wake up we do not look at our social media we do not look at tvs we do not look at anything we get up we go about our morning routine whatever you're doing showering and all that kind of stuff go downstairs enjoy a nice cup of tea or coffee uh, have your breakfast and be within the moment of your breakfast enjoy eating it's one of the the great uh, pleasures in life is eating food enjoy your breakfast be in your own headspace in breakfast and then have a time in your head where you say, right, now I'm going to start my day's work. Now I'm going to go into work mode. So I'm going to look at my phone and I'm going to start my work, my, my, my day of work in my head and then have a switch off point. And it's really important then, as I say, we go through the day, you might be a person that might train in the morning and training is a stressor, but it's a good stressor on the body. You feel better after training. Maybe people will say to me, no, I don't feel good after training. Yes, you do. In your subconscious, you do. Your body is thanking you for that. You might feel like it at the time, but long-term it will. And you feel good after training, then you go to your work. And that's just brilliant because you come out of your work, your training session, you have a little wind-down period, you might have your breakfast and you might go to work. So you're creating good stress in the body and then you're going into a parasympathetic mode by enjoying your meal and going about your day. Now, we're not saying you're not going to get stressed during the day, but it's how you manage it. And just taking these few little pointers, morning and evening routines, 
adequate exercise, good nutrition through the day, drinking plenty of water, keeping yourself hydrated. You'll have way more energy. You're moving more, getting a good night's sleep. This will always all aid in keeping stress at bay. Stress, guys, was I remember seeing a quote one time as a silent killer, and it is for a reason. It causes so much. It has such a detrimental effect on the body and especially on body composition. You can see, I see people on a daily basis coming into me for consultations. They're carrying a lot of weight around the midsection, maybe the lower back, uh, bum and thighs, all that kind of stuff. And again, you can see their eating habits, their work-life balance. Stress is the biggest player within most of them people's lives. If I can reduce their stress, um, make them move a little bit more, make them eat a little bit better, make them drink a little bit more water, and make them sleep a little bit better, I'm on a winner with this person because they are going to have long-term weight loss and going to be very, very successful in losing weight and keeping it off. So that's a really important point, guys. Make your sleep a priority and also make lowering your stress in your life a priority and that will aid you in your long-term weight loss. There's other factors you could look at as well. They are the kind of three key factors I wanted to kind of hone in on when it comes to when your weight plateaus. If we look back at the diet, a lot of people do not understand the calorific effect of food, how much calories are in food. You need to know that. Understand that labels are, aren't always transparent. They can be up to 30% out. So if you can try to base your diet around one ingredient, whole, wholesome foods, nutrient-dense foods, vegetables, potatoes, uh, rice, um, meats, fish, uh, if you're vegetarian, lentils, beans, chickpeas, all this kind of nice food that's just one ingredient. It's like a vegetable is a vegetable. There's nothing else really in it. If you're opening package, you're opening up um, processed foods. That's the, that's the thing you need to know. Now, we live in a world that it's very difficult not to eat some form of processed food, but we can help ourselves by eating a lot more fresh, organic, um, grass-fed meats, properly wild fish if we could get it yes it's expensive but you know once in a week might be too bad you might be able to implement that making better choices nutritionally will help us massively in our weight loss plus it will help us to to be able to calculate our calorie intake per day a lot easier eat a simple varied diet it doesn't have to be complicated a lot of the stuff that you see now that's um, branded and protein this and protein that and low fat, high this and high that, this is all processed stuff as well that we need to know. Now, there are certain brands and products. I mean, I would use protein powder, absolutely, and that's processed. But again, I use it for the convenience factor. I only use it once a day post-workout when my body is absolutely firing for protein, for carbs. It needs something. I My diet, 90% would be predominantly wholesome one-ingredient foods with that 10% of supplementation or maybe something out of a packet. You know, so it's kind of getting that balance. And I think a good analogy as well is kind of 80% of the time have a good wholesome one-ingredient diet and 20% into time then you can allow yourself for that little nice stuff that you you like to add in to keep you keep you happy so that's important guys looking within the diet making sure that you're maybe them cups of coffee you're having you didn't really track and you're having two lattes per day um is adding up to about four or five hundred calories and that's going over your deficit figure and you didn't even realize that you said geez i didn't even think about coffee yes there's calories there now we don't have to be as anal ab about it as that because a lot of people aren't in a place to be that tracking based but if if your weight is is static and you don't know what's happening you need to look a little bit, a little bit deeper so stuff like that can really be um 
something that could be causing the problem for you and you could be going over your calorie deficit you could actually be going into maintenance or into surplus so that's what you need to look at there so that's really important um it's all about you when you weight loss stalls don't always look to drill yourself even harder drop calories look at the bigger picture take the points i spoke about we spoke about re, uh, re, uh, basically um, looking at your diet so you're going to kind of recalculate what you're doing within your diet and then the next thing we need to look at is um, your exercise what's your exercise selection what are you doing um, so you've reevaluated your diet you've looked at your exercise and the next thing you look at is your sleep are you making sleep a priority are you getting good quality sleep maybe you download an app on your phone put your phone away from your bed and you will measure your sleep cycle and see actually how many hours do i actually sleep how many hours am i actually awake and um, this might be important you start to track that you start to look at that and say right near there's a big problem there and then you look at stress as the silent killer am i a person that's highly stressed what's my blood pressure like what's my resting heart rate like i might go to the doctor just to get them checked and from there, it gives you that bigger picture you will need for understanding why your weight has stopped and why your weight loss has stopped. So I hope that can be really helpful, guys. Um, as I say, these are the pointers you kind of need to look at when you're looking at weight loss and in a bigger picture and wondering why it has stopped. And hopefully these will help you. So if you are out there and you're listening to this and you find that your weight loss journey has stopped and you're wondering why the hell has it stopped, take these few pointers on board, start to look at them a little bit deeper, write down a few notes, figure it out. Um, and again, if you if, if it's just not jumping out to you and you can't figure it out, shout out to us here at Peak Performance Academy and drop us a message and we can help you um, reevaluate and give a look and see if we can figure it out for you. But um, yeah, this is the way I would approach it and hopefully this was helpful for you guys. So if you like what you hear, guys, um, please leave a review on um, iTunes, Spotify. It really helps to grow the podcast um, and also subscribe and ask your friends to subscribe to the podcast a few guests coming up over the next few weeks as i spoke about i've done a couple of um uh, lone ranger ones on on, on these in the last few day, weeks just certain um topics i wanted to cover so uh coming up will be there'll be two guests in the next podcast and then i'm going to do a full podcast on my contest prep i've just went through 12 week contest prep and went through two shows uh very very successful so um, I'm just going to speak about that process and how I set it up and how I went about going through that 12 weeks to get to a gold and two bronze and a pro card, how I, I did that. So that's going to be in one of the podcasts coming up. So again, guys, leave a review. Please subscribe. Thanks a million for listening. And I hope this was helpful episode um, on why may your weight loss be um, stalling. And if you are in that category, give a look at uh, the pointers I spoke about and see if that can help you. Okay, guys, have a great day. And I hope um, everybody has a great weekend.